preface and the bashful young gentleman from sketches of young gentlemen this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by john fricker charles dickens two hundredth anniversary collection volume three preface and the bashful young gentleman from sketches of young gentlemen by charles dickens to the young ladies of the united kingdom of great britain and ireland also the young ladies of the principality of wales and likewise the young ladies resident in the isles of guernsey jersey alderney and sark the humble dedication of their devoted admirer showeth that your dedicator has perused with feelings of virtuous indignation a work purporting to be sketches of young ladies written by quiz illustrated by phiz and published in one volume square twelve mo that after an attentive and vigilant perusal of the said work your dedicator is humbly of opinion that so many libels upon your honourable sex were never contained in any previously published work in twelve mo or any other mo that in the title-page and preface to the said work your honourable sex are described and classified as animals and although your dedicator is not at present prepared to deny that you are animals still he humbly submits that it is not polite to call you so that in the aforesaid preface your honourable sex are also described as troglodytes which being a hard word may for aught your honourable sex or your dedicator can say to the contrary be an injurious and disrespectful appellation that the author of the said work applied himself to the task in malice prepense and with wickedness afterthought a fact which your dedicator contends is sufficiently demonstrated by his assuming the name of quiz which your dedicator submits denotes a foregone conclusion and implies an intention of quizzing that in the execution of his evil design the said quiz or author of the said work must have betrayed some trust or confidence reposed in him by some members of your honourable sex otherwise he never could have acquired so much information relative to the manners and customs of your honourable sex in general that actuated by these considerations and further moved by various slanders and insinuations respecting your honourable sex contained in the said work square twelve mo and title sketches of young ladies your dedicator ventures to produce another work square twelve mo entitled sketches of young gentlemen of which he now solicits your acceptance and approval that as the young ladies are the best companions of the young gentlemen so the young gentlemen should be the best companions of the young ladies and extending the comparison from animals to quote the disrespectful language of the said quiz to inanimate objects your delegator humbly suggests that such of your honourable sex as purchased to the bane should possess themselves of the antidote and that those of your honourable sex who were not rash enough to take the first should lose no time in swallowing the last prevention being in all cases better than cure as we are informed upon the authority not only of general acknowledgment but also of traditionary wisdom that with reference to the said bane and antidote your dedicator has no further remarks to make than are comprised in the printed directions issued with dr morrison's pills namely that whenever your honourable sex take twenty-five of number one you will be pleased to take fifty of number two without delay and your dedicator shall ever pray etc the bashful young gentleman 
we found ourselves seated at a small dinner party the other day opposite a stranger of such singular appearance and manner that he irresistibly attracted our attention this was a fresh-coloured young gentleman with as good a promise of light whisker as one might wish to see and possessed of a very velvet-like soft-looking countenance we do not use the latter term invidiously but merely to denote a pair of smooth plump highly coloured cheeks of capacious dimensions and a mouth rather remarkable for the fresh hue of the lips than for any marked or striking expression it presented his whole face was suffused with a crimson blush and bore that downcast timid retiring look which betokens a man ill at ease with himself there was nothing in these symptoms to attract more than a passing remark but our attention had been originally drawn to the bashful young gentleman on his first appearance in the drawing-room above stairs into which he was no sooner introduced than making his way towards us who were standing in a window and wholly neglecting several persons who warmly accosted him he seized our hand with visible emotion and pressed it with a convulsive grasp for a good couple of minutes after which he dived in a nervous manner across the room oversetting in his way a fine little girl of six years and a quarter old and shrouding himself behind some hangings was seen no more until the eagle eye of the hostess detecting him in his concealment on the announcement of dinner he was requested to pair off with a lively single lady of two or three and thirty this most flattering salutation from a perfect stranger would have gratified us not a little as a token of his having held us in high respect and for that reason being desirous of our acquaintance if we had not suspected from the first that the young gentleman in making a desperate effort to get through the ceremony of introduction had in the bewilderment of his ideas shaken hands with us at random this impression was fully confirmed by the subsequent behaviour of the bashful young gentleman in question which we noted particularly with the view of ascertaining whether we were right in our conjecture the young gentleman seated himself at table with evident misgivings and turning sharp round to pay attention to some observation of his loquacious neighbour overset his bread there was nothing very bad in this and if he had had the presence of mind to let it go and say nothing about it nobody but the man who had laid the cloth would have been the bit the wiser but the young gentleman in various semi-successful attempts to prevent its fall played with it a little as gentlemen in the streets may be seen to do with their hats on a windy day and then giving the roll a smart rap in his anxiety to catch it knocked it with great adroitness into a tureen of white soup at some distance to the unspeakable terror and disturbance of a very amiable bald gentleman who was dispensing the contents we thought the bashful young gentleman would have gone off in an apoplectic fit consequent upon the violent rush of blood to his face at the occurrence of this catastrophe from this moment we perceived in the phraseology of the fancy that it was all up with the bashful young gentleman and so indeed it was several benevolent persons endeavoured to relieve his embarrassment by taking wine with him but finding that it only augmented his sufferings and that after mingling sherry champagne hock and moselle together he applied the greater part of the mixture externally instead of internally then gradually dropped off and left him to the exclusive care of the talkative lady who not noting the wildness of his eye firmly believed she had secured a listener he broke a glass or two in the course of the meal and disappeared shortly afterwards it is inferred that he went away in some confusion inasmuch as he left the house in another gentleman's coat and the footman's hat 
this little incident led us to reflect upon the most prominent characteristics of bashful young gentlemen in the abstract and as this portable volume will be the great text-book of young ladies in all future generations we record them here for their guidance and behoof if the bashful young gentleman in turning a street corner chanced to stumble suddenly upon two or three young ladies of his acquaintance nothing can exceed his confusion and agitation his first impulse is to make a great variety of bows and dart past them which he does until observing that they wish to stop but are uncertain whether to do so or not he makes several feints of returning which causes them to do the same and at length after a great quantity of unnecessary dodging and falling up against the other passengers he returns and shakes hands most affectionately with all of them in doing which he knocks out of their grasp sundry little parcels which he hastily picks up and returns very muddy and disordered the chances are that the bashful young gentleman then observes it is very fine weather and being reminded that it has only just left off raining for the first time these three days he blushes very much and smiles as if he had said a very good thing the young lady who was most anxious to speak here inquires with an air of great commiseration how his dear sister harriet is to-day to which the young gentleman without the slightest consideration replies with many thanks that she is remarkably well well mr hopkins cries the young lady why we heard she was bled yesterday evening and have been perfectly miserable about her oh ah says the young gentleman so she was oh uh, she's very ill very ill indeed the young gentleman then shakes his head and looks very desponding he has been smiling perpetually up to this time and after a short pause gives his glove a great wrench at the wrist and says with a strong emphasis on the adjective good morning good morning and making a great number of bows in acknowledgment of several little messages to his sister walks backwards a few paces and comes with great violence against a lamp-post knocking his hat off in the contact which in his mental confusion and bodily pain he is going to walk away without until a great roar from a carter attracts his attention when he picks it up and tries to smile cheerfully to the young ladies who are looking back and who he has the satisfaction of seeing are all laughing heartily at a quadrille party the bashful young gentleman always remains as near the entrance of the room as possible from which position he smiles at the people he knows as they come in and sometimes step forward to shake hands with more intimate friends a process which on each repetition seems to turn him a deeper scarlet than before he declines dancing the first set or two observing in a faint voice that he would rather wait a little but at length is absolutely compelled to allow himself to be introduced to a partner when he is led in a great heat and blushing furiously across the room to a spot where half a dozen unknown ladies are congregated together miss lambert let me introduce mr hopkins for the next quadrille miss lambert inclines her head graciously mr hopkins bows and his fair conductress disappears leaving mr hopkins as he too well knows to make himself agreeable the young lady more than half expects that the bashful young gentleman will say something and the bashful young gentleman feeling this seriously thinks whether he has got anything to say which upon mature reflection he is rather disposed to conclude he has not since nothing occurs to him meanwhile the young lady after several inspections of her bouquet all made in the expectation that the bashful young gentleman is going to talk whispers her mamma who is sitting next her which whisper the bashful young gentleman immediately suspects and possibly with very good reason must be about him 
in this comfortable condition he remains until it is time to stand up when murmuring her uh, will you allow me he gives the young lady his arm and after inquiring where she will stand and receiving a reply that she has no choice conducts her to the most remotest corner of the quadrille and making one attempt at conversation which turns out a desperate failure preserves a profound silence until it is all over when he walks her twice round the room deposits her in her old seat and retires in confusion a married bashful young gentleman for these bashful gentlemen do get married sometimes how it is ever brought about is a mystery to us a married bashful gentleman either causes his wife to appear bold by contrast or merges her proper importance in his own insignificance bashful young gentlemen should be cured or avoided they are never hopeless and never will be while female beauty and attractions retain their influence as any young lady will find who may think it worth while on this confident assurance to take a patient in hand end of preface and the bashful young gentleman from sketches of young gentlemen recording by john fricker